0: Nick Baumgartner ready to go. Mad to talk NFL draft with us here. How about that? Let's World. do it. This is a good Panther hour, though, for the most part. that would be his only call. We got a lot of time on our hands here, <laughs> and Nick's going to play a role in it.
1: Um, Nick Baumgartner, senior writer at the Athletic, he's got a uh, he's got a mock draft out there right now, and uh, I'm sure we're going to get all into the wide receivers' bone. That could be in that 33 range for our Carolina Panthers. Nick Baumgartner joins us on the Bodyworks Plus. Yes, Hotline, Nick. Hello. Happy New Year. What's going on? How you doing? Good, fellas. How are you? We're, do- we're doing good, man. We're doing good. So on your mock, you actually have the Panthers at 33, and I appreciate you including us. <laughs> Most mockers do not include us without our first-round pick. Know, it's a right? sign of respect. We like it. I really appreciate that. But it, it, you have uh, Ladd McConkey, I think, at 33, yeah. a-, a receiver that I love. But I noticed there's skepticism with him. Some fans, when I brought him up, Oh, 33 is too high. Ooh, ooh, Expl- ooh. Explain to everybody why you think that's a really good pick for the Panthers right there.
2: Yeah, you know what you're talking about. And those people need to watch Lad's tape, I think, because it's, uh, I think you get lost a little bit. Some The casual fans will get lost just looking at Lad McConkey because he is not a, uh, you know, he's not a first guy off the bus, you know, player. Yeah. He's, he was a three-star recruit. He was not one of Georgia's like dud recruits. However, you know, this guy is. You know, first of all, he has uh, agility and burst and speed that'll show up at the combine. That'll surprise a lot of people with his testing numbers. Uh, it, that all shows up on his tape. Um, he's a he's a surprising athlete. I think he surprised even Georgia. He was able to get on the field right away there. But more than anything, uh, this is a guy who is. I think he's about as good a route runner as you as you'll find, and he's up there with the top guys uh, in the draft, in my opinion, as the full body route runner. Uh, that can get open in the slot, that can get open out wide. Uh, he was terrific at the Senior Bowl. You can't do anything with him one-on-one out there in space like that. Uh, and to me, he is he is probably the most quarterback-friendly uh, receiver in the draft. And when we say that, that's like you know coming back to the ball. Uh, he doesn't drop passes. He reminds me of um, a guy in Detroit right now, Amon Ross St. Brown. That's what Ladd McConkey reminds me a lot of. And I think for a team like Carolina and a quarterback like Bryce Young, that... Is like super important. A guy like that you can always rely on, and I think Bryce really needs that right now.
0: Nick, who are some other wide receivers uh, in that thirty-three range that could be Panther targets that fit what they're looking for? Although you could say, based off of last year's wideouts, anyone that can catch the football uh, is possibly right. an option. But who are some names still to look out for?
2: I mean, it's going to be tricky and interesting to see because there could be a run like Ladd. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he slips up in the first round. You know, I got a, I had Odane Mitchell, the Texas receiver, who's big and long and explosive. I think he'll be a first-rounder too, but you never know. He could slip down there. Keon Coleman, same thing. Uh, Those are the guys that could maybe fall. It would be a little bit surprising there if they did. Um, More realistically, though, uh, a guy like Troy Franklin from Oregon uh, who can play a couple different spots for you. Xavier Worthy, who's got no doubt speed uh, out there, uh, Texas receiver. I like Malachi Corley a lot. That might be a little high for him, Um, but there's a good handful in there uh, right at 33, and I think the best hope if you're Carolina is that one of those guys falls. And that includes Ladd. I think that he's in that group that could be in the first round. And you know, maybe if you know there's a lot of tackles in this draft, uh maybe if there's a run on tackles or maybe if the quarterbacks get pushed up, you know, that that could be a benefit too for Carolina. Uh
1: guy that we watch play at, at North Carolina, first of all we had to root for him to be eligible, right? And then the NCAA finally gave right. in. Yeah. Then we watched Tez Walker play and he was amazingly impressive. And then all the reports out of the senior bowl and, and I watched the game the practices, the reports were always dropping. He's not playing well. The game, he had chances to make plays and didn't. Is his right. stock dropping? Like, what are, what's everybody thinking of of Tez Walker right now?
2: I feel like I feel like Tez is flattened a little bit, and it's like it's really hard. And I had him in the third round, and I feel like that was way too low, because there's a lot of good. The problem is, is there's so many good receivers, you know, and that's the thing is, there's a bunch of guys that did go to the Senior Bowl that did have a really good week. Like Corley, I just mentioned him really good week at the senior bowl. So he's a guy who was probably a little bit ahead of, depending on who you talk to. I think Daniel Jeremiah has up there in like 23 or 24 somewhere uh, in the first round. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he's got legit talent, no question, but you know, it's not consistent. And I think that's what the senior bowl showed is that, because he had some really good reps at the senior bowl too, really good ones. But then he also had ones that you're like, what the hell is going on here? You know? So like, it's just, it's not as consistent as you'd want. And I think that's going to be the thing that maybe pushes him down a little bit.
0: Nick Baumgartner with us. Theathletic.com has a really, really great mock-up right now. Check it out. Again, theathletic.com doing great work. Panthers also, in addition to wideouts, they need a really dynamic young tight end if they can find one somewhere in the draft. What's the depth of the tight end class looking like this year?
2: Not, you know, I think it's a little bit better than I thought it was originally. Uh, You know, it's, after Brock Bowers, there's obviously a huge dip there. Sanders, the kid from Texas, is probably a second-round pick, I would think. Uh, Theo Johnson's a kid that uh, from Penn State that played really well at the Senior Bowl and had a really good season uh, for Penn State. Their offense wasn't very good, but you know sometimes you got to really squint there to see uh, some guys playing. But he was a really good two-way tight end. Uh, Kate Stover, Ohio State, is another guy that could probably be there in round three. Um, you know, there's a bunch of guys like that. You know, in the in the later rounds, I think this is a year that. You're going to be, you know, last year there were so many good tight ends at the top. This year, I think it's a sneakier, there's sneakier depth here, but I think you're going to be able to to mine it late. And that's the thing with Carolina is they, you know, they need more picks. I mean, that's the hardest thing for them. And they're going to have to take advantage of every single one of these, especially the uh, the day three ones.
1: Obviously, offensive line Nick is a, is another big position of need. Really, yeah. anything that can help Bryce Young is a position of need. Right. The man needs some dang help. So, offensive line. I wonder if they would go interior lineman. Uh, you know, at 33 instead of wide receiver, mm-hmm. could they wait to the third round? I know that a lot of people have really hyped up this offensive line class. What do you think about the Panthers? Like, do can they get a guy that can make an immediate impact? in early round three, or would they have to do that in round two? What do you think?
2: I think they can absolutely do it in round three, and that's definitely something I thought about. I ended up giving them a corner, but I thought about offensive line for them uh, in the same spot you got. You, know, you can do a couple different things. Blake Fisher is a tackle from Notre Dame that I think might be you know, right in there. Uh, Dominic Puny is a, is a guard tackle from Kansas who's really, really talented. Um, if you want to just go guard, Christian Haynes um, from uh, UConn there's really good players that are going to be probably there. I would think Christian Mahogany is another one from Boston college in the third round. And, you know, it's not just the tackles, it's tackles and some centers in this draft that are pretty, yeah. pretty solid in there too. You know what I mean? So that is definitely something that I think if you're going to take alignment and I think that it's going to be, what do you need more? Do you need a lineman or do you need somebody on the edge there? and it'll be I think you want to do that you know before the end of day 2 because like you said there there are a lot of really good ones in this draft
0: Nick this is a really loaded up quarterback uh class in that first yeah. round if Bryce Young was in this class how do you think hmm. he would rank with the guys that are coming out this year
2: That's a great question he'd still be a first round pick uh, I think he would probably be ahead of you know that's a tough one I I think he would be right there with Jaden Daniels I think it would be you know Right ahead or right behind Jaden Daniels, and I think it would be something where he would be gone in the top half of the first round. Not number one overall. He wouldn't be ahead of Caleb uh, Williams or Drake May. Um, I think he would be three or four. Somewhere in there, and that would still probably be good enough to be top ten, yeah. I think, in this class. Uh, somewhere in
1: there. Okay, so here's here's what I'm fascinated to ask you about. Now that we've gotten through our O line, tight end, and and uh, uh, and uh, wide receiver needs, let's talk about Bryce because this you can only imagine yes. how hot this subject has been, how polarizing it's been. He had a rough, rough year, but you can he point did. to all the stuff around him that wasn't good. What was your evaluation of Bryce last year like? How did you feel about him coming out? And has it changed by the way he struggled this year at all? What do you think?
2: I thought last year when he was coming out, my biggest thing with him and Stroud, both of them were they have got to and Bryce, I thought you could get away with it a little bit more because he's got he was a little bit more of an older player in terms of like wiser and all that sort of stuff. However, you know they had to have help like that was the thing. You couldn't send them to a team that had nothing up front. Mm and nothing to help. And I think that I watched them in the preseason. I watched, uh, I can't remember which game it was, but I think I watched all of them actually. The, the Panthers preseason games and watched Bryce. Uh, I think every snap he took. And it was like, I told whoever it was here, one of our bosses, I was like, he's going to get killed. You know I mean? All year he's going to get roughed up. It's going to be one of these things. Where he's not, there's nobody there protecting him and you can see it. And I, you know, I live in Detroit and I, I watched that game that they had with the lions. And I thought he was, kind of coming around and there were some plays in that game that reminded me of the Bryce that we saw last year, but at the same time it's like he's not getting any help and when he's getting hit so much like that it's going to be brutal on the confidence of a young player and I think that he did an okay job, I feel like, of keeping his confidence through it. They've got to do a way better job as a franchise right now of helping him. Otherwise, you're going to end up in a situation a lot like you saw with, with Fields in Ohio State. Fields was behind Bryce. Bryce is ahead of where Justin was coming out, I think, as a passer. But the confidence thing, if you ruin it early, it's hard to get back. So that's the big thing right now, I think, is making sure he stays confident. Yeah, definitely. Great
1: stuff. All right, hey, great conversation, Nick. We appreciate it. I love the Lad Bacanke uh, selections yeah. mock draft. Check Nick's mock draft out, theathletic.com, and you know the Athletic is pumping out draft content big time. Thank hey, you know, Got you know, his top one hundred. Hey, Keep doing thirty three, man. We like it. We like, yeah. Make you know sure it. you get us involved in the mix, man. You know what I mean. We'll do absolutely. <laughs> All right, Nick. Thank you, man. Keep up the good work.
2: All right, fellas. Thank you. Shower, shave, Share your mornings with Mac and Bone, only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ.
1: The official home of the Charlotte Sports Band.